Thought Bubble Audio. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks. We're two geeks you got with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, or at least for the second time in in a week, I guess. Uh, I mean, I'm always with you in your heart. Yes, right. Wherever I go, you're right there. You know, we could use a day off from one another every so often. Yeah, I was supposed to today. Yeah. But uh, yeah. doesn't rain all summer. The one day I'm supposed to go to the fun mom's group horseback riding lesson, we have a severe thunderstorm watch. That's right. You just learned a lot about my wife, Mary, who's back again for the uh, second episode. Third time on the podcast, maybe? Maybe. Fourth. Fourth. Fourth yeah, time. we did Disney movies with Frank. That's right. We did two of those episodes. No, we did one. And then we hit the 40s and we're like, nah. These movies are boring. <laughs> These are boring. This is an animated travel film about Peru. Yeah, those movies were no good. We could talk, we could finish talking about those. Maybe we'll come back to it if we if we have time. But uh, Mary, I'm what are you- still awake. Yeah. What are you- um... <laughs> My brain is still functioning by 8.30. What are you uh, drinking tonight? I am drinking an ice, cold, refreshing polar watermelon lemonade sparkling seltzer with essence of fresh lemon. Well, that sounds beautiful. It's a seltzerade. A seltzerade. That's great. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, pretty good. That's refreshing. Pretty, that's good. Uh, I am drinking a Stony Creek Brewery Save the Sound Light Lager when we, uh, I got this when we went to Mystic for vacation. Oh, cool. Oh, look, it's got a heron on it. That's really pretty. Yes, everything in the can, and by the can, I mean the beer, but all the proceeds go to the Save the Sound conservation effort. Nice. So I'm saving the environment by drinking this beer, probably. Is, is that for the Long Island Sound, I would assume? Yes, the Long Island Sound. Yeah, so, and you know what? The Long Island Sound is beautiful and needs protection, I always say. It does. Yeah. There's a lot of birds living in the Long Island Sound, but mm-hmm. that's a story for another time. Indeed. Uh, Mary, we're here to talk about something that is very near and dear to your heart, more than mine, though I love it, Don't so don't, don't misconstrue. But arguably, your favorite show of all time, maybe, is Boy Meets World, the, ni- the, the beloved 90s sitcom. When and- is Boy Meets World? Is it actually your favorite? Do you think it's your favorite show? I don't know. I feel like it's in my top five so, of okay. all time, of all genres, sure. I would say. Because okay. like, it's my favorite sitcom, I mm-hmm. would say, probably. But of all time, probably top five. If I can be so bold before we start talking about Boy Meets World, I want to see if I can do this. Um, Boy Meets World, uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender. Correct. Um, Downton Abbey. Yeah, I put Downton in my In your top five. Um, then this is where it's going to get, this is where it's going to get dicey. Um, oh, Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Seinfeld. Yeah, good. And then, see, it blends between like what you grew up watching. Let's say, like, 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 I wouldn't put uh, Leave It to Beaver, not Leave It to Beaver. Um, the Andy Griffith, the show. Andy Griffith show in your top five. Oh, I do love it though. Yeah, but I wouldn't necessarily put it in your top five. And like, I wouldn't put That So Raven in your top no, five. No, no, no. But maybe Smart Guy in no, your... not in my top five. It's not. This is po- us. Uh, this is, is us. Top five. This is us. Brilliant I was gonna writing. say. I was gonna say Poldark. That's very good. Uh, no, 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 I wouldn't even 
wouldn't put Poldark in top five. No. Okay. What did yeah. Say like four. That was like four. No, that was five. That was five. Yeah. Um, Boy Meets World, Downton Abbey, um, Avatar: The Last Airbender, um, Seinfeld, Seinfeld, and uh, the one you just said. This is awesome. <laughs> this I already forgot. Awesome. <laughs> what did I just say? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the one you just said. Yeah, it's a good smattering. It's a good smattering of shows. Yeah, all different things, and I, I have a very diverse TV watching experience. Cornucopia of genres that I enjoy. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so that being said, we're here to talk about Boy Meets World, um, but only until you move that microphone a little bit closer to your mouth. Okay, I'm be... struggling with this snack tray. <laughs> My legs are trapped. You have the dog behind you too, just so you know. Watch out! Now, she, now she's on the side of you. Hey, are you on the podcast? Yeah, she is now. Um. Yes, I am Anyway, so my wife does the voice of the dog um, on an everyday basis, and which has then caused me to start doing the voice of the dog. And then when we talk to strangers or people we know, we can't help but doing it's the so voice of the dog. It's very embarrassing. Yeah, she's part of our conversations. Like she's pretty funny. She's more like a therapy puppet where we say things through <laughs> the dog to like you know vent some frustration or to say try a joke that might not be yep. funny in the real world, it's but it's funny if the dog says voice, it. Though. When I, there was one time where, actually many times, where you have turned to the dog and said, oh, Zitty, you're so funny. And I'm like, me, me. I'm funny. Me. I'm the one saying the things through her voice. Anyway, we're here to talk about Boy Meets World, which is just as absurd as that conversation that we just it had. It is. It um, is. So did you, you didn't watch Boy Meets World when you were, uh, when it was airing, right? No, no, because I was born in 93 and that was when the first season came out. So I, I watched reruns when they were being aired on Disney. Mm-hmm. Ages later, and I feel like I always watched it out of order, which is kind of fun because it is a show that you don't have to watch every single episode. Like This Is Us, if you skip an episode, you're like, what the heck is happening? I don't know, because they feed you important pieces of information. Mm-hmm. There's only a handful of episodes where something really big happened, uh, you know, like Corey and Topanga getting married. Like, if you missed that episode, then you've kind of missed like an important piece of um, um, the story. Um, but yeah, you could just kind of jump into it. That's why I like it, because you could just jump in for 25 minutes, laugh, and it's a self-contained little nugget of comedy Although it's not always self-contained though right there are actually like there are bits and points where you like should know, should know. yeah certain things like the trailer park episodes or whatever you yeah know, like, like sean's parents mm-hmm. splitting up or um even topanga's parents splitting up and like mm-hmm. her having to move back um with her aunt and stuff so that's like those are like big plot points but other than that i mean you can just kind of hop in when you were a kid um because we were listening to pod meets world right where they're going back and you know every up there and um sean um she, she maybe used their real names. Ryder Strong. Ryder Strong, Will Friedle, and um, uh, Danielle Fischel. Thank you. I was going to call her Topanga Lawrence. Topanga like, Lawrence. Uh, <laughs> um, are going back and watching every episode. Um, and uh, they're talking about like, you know, uh, watching or like as a kid, kids watch and they're like, oh, what is Corey up to? Mm-hmm. What is Sean up to? Eric, whatever. And then as an adult, you're like, wow, look at those parents. What great parenting styles. What great style. parenting styles. <laughs> like, I'm impressed. Yeah, and by these parents, so they're good role models. And when we watched Boy Meets World a couple of years ago, we did the same thing. Remember, mm-hmm. like we were like, because you know, you watch for the the main leads, and then all of a sudden you're an adult and you're a parent, whatever, and you're like, wow, how are Mr. and Mrs. Matthews parenting? Like, yeah, what is yeah, their like, style, and how are they taking control of this weird situation? And yeah, that's what I find fascinating about like going back and rewatching it, where like I'm still interested in what the kids are up to because mm-hmm. it's absurd, but like I'm really interested in how the adults are weirdly like 
they're not absurd a lot of the time like yeah. the story especially in that for the first season like everything that Corey is doing is weird but the way that his parents handle it is pretty normal yeah they're never absurd and i feel like the show does a good job of making you feel like they're real real parents they're real people average you know regular american family they don't live in a fancy you know apartment that looks mm-hmm. like a set that nobody would ever live in you know or right. you know like that doesn't look like my house like their house looks like a house um they have like real snacks that people would eat you know like it just feels I, mean, I think you know listening to their podcast go and listen to Podmeets world they'll go deep dive but like that's what they talked about is the the showrunners were like we have to make sure that this is very um like believable like you know, to, relatable as well um which i like but i i feel like um even though the like the kids like what they're doing is absurd because it's a sitcom but it's actually a really wholesome show too like you come away from it feeling good and feeling like you like watched people you know treat each other well and there's a moral to the story for every episode even if it's a silly episode which Mm -hmm. i I appreciate um as like appropriate tv for my kid to watch and they tackle a lot of different topics from like alcoholism to drugs i don't know if they ever do drugs i don't know if i feel like they do in the college years somebody smoking not maybe not smoking like weed but maybe somebody smoking tobacco i can't remember i can't but there's definitely drinking issues with drinking and um even like um there's issues with sex and yeah oh like yeah like they're like thinking they're gonna hook up on prom night and they're like maybe we shouldn't and wait until Mm -hmm. we're adults and it's like good i agree with that advice to give my child (laughs) like this still stands uh which is which is good yeah um do you um are you attached to a particular character as or or were you attached to a particular character as a kid let me ask you that first no i don't really think i was i always thought eric was funny and feeny i love feeny yeah see i love feeny even when i was a kid too (laughs) like and so and eric was always i think my yeah yeah, i yeah their dynamic wins but when i was a kid i liked the college years the most me too because of the absurdity and maybe because obviously i hadn't gone to college at that point and so like you just don't know what college is is like college is like it's like college is not like that it's like watching friends as a kid and you're like yeah you know all these like 20 to 30 year olds who have these nice apartments who always hang out and like never go to their jobs that's what adulting is like right and you're like no what do you mean see my friends yeah like like, okay let me pull out my calendar and look at my next three months yeah that's the sitcom i would like to watch (laughs) where it's just friends trying to get together i'll send a doodle poll yeah that's the friends reunion that's how come they never cracked it they didn't know how to do one like just like an episode and said they got together for an interview thing yeah but like their their schedules didn't align yeah because their schedules didn't align because they're actually adults and they have lives and families and instead of just hanging out with their friends every night do you have a favorite like moment from the college years like what would you rate as like some of the funniest Um, or just overall in the series some of the funniest stuff that they did college years i don't know there's a general vibe about the college years that i i really like i mean plays with squirrels is probably the best <laughs> in the college years um just it, i think that's really hard to top fat eric in itself is really hard to top like that's like a very funny like a very funny time for him not for will Fredell probably no because he no. was struggling with body issues and you know body image issues and things like that but i think that he works it really well on the show without yeah. it just being about fat jokes or any, you know what i mean yeah no yeah it was like some almost like self-love stuff in there but um it's funny because like you know the show a lot better than i do like like you don't have to rewatch each episode to um to listen to the podcast whereas mm-hmm. like i i do need to watch a lot of episodes because they they really start to run together there's a lot in the middle that i forget like the middle school early high school yeah there's like a weird gap like i remember the first season really well but me too two three and four yeah. i'm like eh, yeah i remember the first season really well because when we rewatched it i re- like we like the sixth grade or whatever yeah. happens and and then 
then all of a sudden, like, it becomes a slightly different show in the second season with the inclusion of Mr. Turner, whom I also really oh, liked yeah, I when like, I was a I kid. I like Mr. Turner. Yeah. yeah. I think I maybe always kind of globbed on to the adults, even as a kid, which, if you know me, kind of tracks. Yeah. We're like, what's my... Globbed what's onto a, the English teacher? Yeah, right. Yeah. On brand. Yeah. The history teacher and the English teacher. Yep, yeah. Brand. But it is so, but I, um, like, if you, you knew me when I was a kid, like, I wasn't enti- I wasn't really interested in what my peers were up to and what they did. I was mm-hmm. always like, I was like, I was like above them or anything like that. I was just interested in different things. And, and old I had, people stuff. I was interested in old people stuff, right? And now that I am an old person, I am interested in my age groups stuff. Well, you're not that but old then old also, no, but also weirdly in child stuff all at the same time. <laughs> We're sitting in his office and there's He Man toys on the show. There's He Man toys <laughs> behind me, but there's also like an entire row of presidential biographies oh. because when you turn a certain age, you have to really be into either. Yeah, I'm looking at the like, last line. Smoking meats and, and World War Two, and you know the glory days of your youth, which I didn't have, so I don't care about. Um, you know, and everyone's got something they glob onto, and mine's kind of history, but also other stuff that I liked as a kid. It's like in like a healthy mix. Um, you have a youthful bounce. Yeah, no, that's just because I'm fat. Just the, just the bounces, the bounces. <laughs> so is you youthful. have a youthful. <laughs> yeah, uh, my twinkle. my belly swings like a bowl full of jelly. Oh <laughs> um, going back to boy. Going back to Boy Meets World, um, Feeny got mean. Do you remember that? Yeah, when he was the principal because he had to, like, assert his authority as the principal. But you're just like, why is Feeny being so mean? But, like, as you watch it as an adult, you're like, well, of course he has to act like that because he's the principal. He can't just be, like, wishy-washy. Of course you can bring guns to school, children. Like, it is fun to watch that where they just have, like, they have water guns in school. I know, yeah. You're like, oh, gosh, never, never. (laughs) Even in sitcom land, you wouldn't get that now. Never mind, like, the real world. Um. So the show is inconsistent, though, right? Like, oh, yeah. it, like Sean's got siblings, and then he doesn't have siblings. Yep. Like, he's got a mom, but then she's not no. He's there. always had the mom, and then she takes off. Right, that's always been a thing. Yes, yes, he always had a mother, and then the, she just like left and disappeared. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if we ever. I think we do. She does show up at one point, so you do see her, like, mm-hmm. and, and she interacts with the characters. But yeah, he has a sister, in, like the first couple of episodes, you never hear her again, and then the Morgan disappears. Uh, right for a while, but then we found out through the podcast that was because the little girl who played morgan did not want to continue being a child actress which is like perfectly fine but they were just like you know what now we're just instead of replacing her they just decided to cut her out and they're like actually we're gonna bring her back in yeah because they just used her slot for somebody else because they can only you can only only have have so many so many leads yeah because they can only budget for so much and so they moved her out and i would assume that was actually topanga like i I would assume that was was the official that kind of like took a bit of that slot maybe yeah and then they added in because minkus was also out and yeah, but, Minkus, Mr. Tur- yeah, they took but out. Mr. Turner was out. Yeah. But Mr. Turner was in and Minkus was out. Yeah. But then they added in like Harley Kiner and um, <laughs> Joey the Rat Epstein. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, Frankie. Frankie. Yeah. Yeah. I love that trio mm-hmm. because I'll go for anything that is like like slightly Guido. Like, hey, yo, you know, like, and I think mm-hmm. it's hysterical because they're in like Philadelphia. They're not in New York or Boston or anywhere where there's like a high concentration of Italian Americans. Like Frankie Stacchino is living in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Like, I don't know. It was just so funny, but I always like laughed so hard at those. Filthy, like, because I foggy, soggy Philadelphia. Because <laughs> he would just be like, "Alone, I walk. I am alone in the world, except for the grilled cheese sandwich in my pocket." <laughs> like, there's some good one-liners. And you're like, it just sticks in your brain, and I, I appreciate them. Uh, the, the humor is my type of humor. It's silly. It, um, they don't take advantage of being in Philly like at all. No, they just is, talk about the Phillies. Yeah, they talk about the Phillies, and it's John Adams High, but that's really more of a reference 
to William Daniels, who played Mr. Feeney, played John Adams in 1776. So it's really more of a, I think, a reference to that than John Adams being in Philadelphia Philadelphia for, you know, the birth of the country. I think at one point somebody's wearing a Philadelphia Eagles jacket. Maybe Morgan. I think Morgan might wear the Eagles jacket Mm -hmm. at some point, but that's the only, that's it. They don't show any, like, B-roll shots of Philadelphia, nothing, so. Yeah, which is kind of strange, but at the same time, like, it's anywhere USA. Like, they say it's Philly, Mm -hmm. but it it, it could very well be Boston or Providence or, you know, Tallahassee or what it doesn't, or, you know, Denver. It doesn't really matter. Um, So you you said as a kid, it was Eric and Feeney. Those were your two. As an adult, has that changed? Yeah, I think it's still Eric and Feeney. I've come to appreciate Corey more. Mm -hmm. I feel like like his, just Ben Savage's acting, especially into the college years because he turned into this like old man character. It was just so funny. They want you to take the roles. You'll be sorry for this home wrecker. (laughs) 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 Underpants. It's so good. It's so funny. I don't know where like that came from if he just decided to embody that or maybe well i mean like i think a part of it is like the influence that topanga would have had on him as like in their relationship yeah. and you know people change because like he would get nervous as a kid but he's really more of like a dennis the menace character yeah. like he's a he's a trickster and then it like evolves into him being afraid to be tricked which is you know it's like the yes yeah, he's yeah. Like... it's like the um john mulaney it's like the john mulaney joke where he was like i snorted cocaine the night before my graduation in college and now i'm afraid to get a flu shot people change <laughs> like, you know like that's like that or what like that's i think that's uh i think that's cory kind of in a nutshell where like he he outgrows his middle schoolness and yeah. like he grows into but then he turns he into like it's so i love when he's like i have a mediocre life and sean goes you don't have a mediocre life and they just cut to cory standing <laughs> leaning on his bedroom wall <laughs> with a framed poster of celery yeah. <laughs> Which I would like assume that came from the grocery store when Alan was the manager. I don't know, like, how does he have a celery? I don't think poster? it matters. I don't think that matters. By that point in the show, not like who none cares? of that matters. It just it just happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just it just is what it is. I think Alan is a character that I have grown to appreciate as mm-hmm. an adult because, like, like obviously he, he was a, a you know a good dad when I was a little kid, but I grew up with a great dad, and so like it wasn't like a like I needed him to mm-hmm. like fill that role or anything like that but i like appreciate his style of parenting mm. and what he's doing and like how he interacts with his kids and even just his acting is like really it's so genuine. really genuine and natural and it's like in both both him and amy matthews i think i, mm. I really appreciate the parents um so but it's always I think eric and feeney i've also yeah. grown to appreciate Corey. um sean still gets on my nerves i think that's like the character not writer strong no writer strong plays it great he's, he's very he's, good he's great yeah. but i just don't like the character the, the sean character just annoys me half the time like just i don't find him as funny i don't know why like i don't think they gave him the funny stuff they were like you're gonna be the dramatic character yes that's who right. has family problems mm-hmm. and like you know angsty which is <laughs> funny because Ryder strong wanted to be a comedian right and he like realized he was good at dramatic acting yeah i don't, like, I don't he think he really even comedy. wanted to be there in no, the first no, place which is kind of funny but um and neither really did sean so it kind of yeah, yeah it kind of worked topanga is really funny i think they made her funnier as she went on yeah like she has some in the 
college years, I feel she, like she has she's the very, most funny moments. She's of her very whole time. she's type A. I think they kind of went to start modeling on Danielle Fischel because like Danielle Fischel talks about her being like her very herself type being type A. Yeah. A, and then so in and Topanga definitely is, and that's that's what I think wrangles Corey in and whatever else. And so yeah, um, because at one point they're gonna have like a party after they get married. They're trying to have a house party mm-hmm. at their apartment, and she's like wearing a nice blouse. He's like, "What are you going to the PTA meeting?" You know, because she looks like she's going to the PTA meeting, like instead mm-hmm. of just wearing regular clothes that you know presumably a twenty year old would be wearing, because um, they're in college. So I'm assuming that they're like twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, she has some good moments, like when Feeney gives her a B on a paper in college. Which, by the way, there's a great moment when Corey's like they're looking at wedding venues and they're following around. They're just like watching the mm-hmm. wedding. Yeah. Like the wedding coordinator says, "Oh, you could just watch to see what's going on." And the father of the bride comes over and he's talking to him and he's like, "Oh, he's a kindergarten teacher again." Like some guy from Rhode Island presumably lives in Philadelphia. Yep. And so Corey's like, Mr. Feeney was my kindergarten teacher. In fact, he's been my teacher every year from the rest of my life. Like, you know, <laughs> he like follows them to college. So anyways, Topanga gets a B on the paper in college. She goes, a B? A B? Like, Feeney? Feeney? You fix this right now. And he's like, oh, I have to leave. And he like runs yeah. out of the room. And then you see them like they, they're like still talking in the classroom and they're in the w- outside and they run by the windows. She's like, Feeney? Feeney? You come back here. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is a good one. Yeah. It's so good. And like, um, well, I want to know why they're all taking his history classes in college. I have no idea. They have no majors. You have no idea. You nope. presume that, that Topanga is some sort of poli sci because she's going to law school. Yep. Something well, like although that. she could have been a history, history major. major. I don't know. But yep. they're all taking the same class. Yeah, but if Corey becomes class. a history teacher True. in Girl Meets World. Yeah, but what the heck are Sean, Eric? Why is Eric in the class? with? Is he in any of the classes with Yeah, them? I think he's in a class with them at Rachel some point. Oh, so and... before, you talk, before you talk about Rachel, hold on. Um, to go backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Sean was an English major. I think he's a lit major. So like, he likes poetry. Right. So he would have, I think that he would have some openings then for history, you know, mm. history electives, whatever. So anyway. Um, this is not important. They just needed the characters to be in the same room at the same I time. Know, I know. But I, I wonder about those things. It's like the yeah. Hogwarts schedule. How does it work? <laughs> what are the rotations? What when are the rotations? Lunch? What is When is lunch? How does this work? How many classes does each professor actually have? Like, these are the things I, that keep me up at night. Yeah, because they're teaching, what, presumably seven years of that, so, yeah, so well, seven not, grades. maybe not the seven years, but you know, like, because like you don't take potions all seven years if you True. don't want to, True. or whatever. unless you're in AP potions, but right? Like, yeah, yeah, but but then like you still have a class of it, but you teach like two sections per year, like it's because the they're like Hufflepuffs we have it with and the, the Gryffindors and the Ravenclaws yeah, like, and the Slytherins. Not all four yeah. houses are together, right? And that's <gasps> one year, two years, like that's a lot of classes. Yep. So, like, when do they actually have time to like? I can understand why so many of them are like, today we're learning this spell because that's freaking all the time we in the have world time. that they we have, only have the 25 minutes <laughs> yeah like they don't have time for anything else um double potions is just 60 minutes like or yeah. whatever but um uh boy meets world we talked a lot about the um the characters have been around for a while but what about the new characters from like they started adding in like um like uh um, topanga or angela not topanga uh, um, angela, angela or rachel angela showed up in high school um i like angela i always thought she was pretty funny mm-hmm. um and rachel is pretty funny too but she could kind of get like annoying yeah, I found that even as a kid that I liked Angela a lot. Always, she was always like really level-headed about stuff. Yeah. Um. And uh, uh, Sean was not. And then, but I, um, yeah, like I'm like I didn't care for Rachel. I thought they like oh, what was, what's the other roommate's name? The Lawrence brother. Oh, uh, oh my Ma- gosh, Matthew Lawrence. Matthew Lawrence. Is, uh, what is wrong with me, Jack? Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Jack. 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 Um. Uh. Um. Yeah. They always fight over her and whatever. And that feels Rachel! like yeah. That feels like I guess like objectification now. Mm. Yeah, uh, a little bit. 
like some of the stuff in the show, like a lot of the show ages really well. Um, some of it does not. Some of it does not age. Well. I think like the stuff with Rachel is not great. Yeah, no, because they're just like vying for her attention, mm-hmm. and like it's like yeah, it's very, it's just kind of silly. But the food fight scene is great. That is a great. That's the food very fight. good. Yeah, that's a very good one. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hold back because I'm a woman. Yeah. Now hit Jack with the pie. No. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like that yeah. was so good. Like they hit him mid scream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it goes into his face. That is so a very good. good one. Very good. Um, the one where Eric's hiding in the couch. That yeah, is that's... so good. Yeah. But that's, is that the one where he's, he's after Topanga. He's trying to get back at Topanga mm-hmm. because they have like a steel cage match yep. in the apartment to like kick the boys out and the girls beat up Eric and that's Jack. Right. So he's trying to seek revenge. So he's like hiding in the counter at like the coffee shop in the student yep, yep, union. Yep. He's hiding in the American Gothic painting. Um, he's just trying all different things. And then he ends up. I forgot about the American Gothic. Yeah. That one's really good. <laughs> but he ends up in the, in the couch cushion and they couldn't finish the scene because it was too ridiculous. They all kept laughing. Is there an episode that like grinds your gears or like not grinds your gears but you know like so many of them are like oh what a great episode that was so fun I'm, I feel better about life is there an episode that you think back and you're like that one gets me the like ones, every time oh the ones that they did where they're like we're going back to the 50s we're going back to World War 2 I'm like I don't really care okay so that's a difference so not like not a like I don't care but ones that like get you like heavily emotionally invested oh oh like where I'm like I gotta know what happens yeah or like you're just like what are you doing to Pango like what is like the you know like I'm leaving and I'm not coming back like those types of episodes is there one that like sticks out to you more than others because I'll answer because like to me the one where Corey cheats on Topanga the ski trip oh yeah like, where he doesn't actually really cheat on her he's just talking to a girl she kisses him and then he that she writes him an correct. elaborate letter that he's gonna like shred up and not keep forever and then Topanga's like no no and then it's, yeah that one annoys me yeah it, it doesn't annoy me it, it, like annoys me but like I like love it for like it's melodrama all at the same time I just like that episode i don't know what it is just because i think it's you can see the misunderstanding mm-hmm. happening everywhere and uh the show didn't do that a lot so it mm-hmm. felt it feels important in the show's canon yeah i like the wedding episodes i'm always invested in those because there's just so many the one like the the lead up to the wedding there's two there's killing they're killing us part one and they're killing us part two because mm-hmm. they're explaining like all the things that people are having gone through a wedding and planning a wedding not as presumably elaborate as theirs i don't know because they were like we have a theme we have this we have that but like going through planning a wedding everybody's got their own opinion mm-hmm. but like in their in their wedding everybody's got an opinion about all the weird things like like Alan's like I'm gonna get out of this for like 50 bucks because George and his jazz group are playing for free and Feeney comes in with this trumpet oh <laughs> yeah I forgot about that you see like all the people like that they have lined up like here's the people that I lined up with your you know budget and this Corey goes cruise business a little slow boys yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's like that one and that one I'm always invested in like the next part in the next part in the next part because they build it up to mm-hmm. to Eric proposing to Topanga because oh, yeah, reasons. I forgot about that. He has like a smoking jacket and a cape. <laughs> okay, so I have two two final questions to to wrap up. Uh, one, the theory. Do you subscribe to the theory that um, the show because the show is through Corey's perspective, um, you characters change and the tone of the show changes because Corey is growing up, and so like Eric starts as like the cool like ish type guy that then um you know becomes stupider and sillier because Corey is no longer idolizing his older brother and so you see like you see that progression is that something that you subscribe to yeah i think it makes sense but if that's not what they're doing that's fine too like i don't really care either way it doesn't matter um okay so then the final question i have i like that one by the way i should probably yeah it it makes sense so i was like oh yeah yeah i'm sure that's not what they were doing but i um i like that like because it's 
like a it adds just a nice texture to the. I feel show. like they just let Will Friedle have a little more freedom, and he developed the character. Mm-hmm. So then there, that's yeah, because it wasn't what really happened. yeah. So he wasn't just average older brother. Like, yeah, yeah. Girls, uh, cars, mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> exactly. Um. So final question: Is Mister Feeney their backyard neighbor or their side neighbor? <laughs> it's the side. It's totally the side because there's an extension of their backyard. You see trees in the back. They're having like a major debate over this in the Pod Meets World podcast. But I totally think it's the side it's because the you side can have yard. a side garden. Yep. Because their driveway is right there. Because there's a point where like Corey's like, "Bye, Morgan," and he like pushes her and like they're like in the little car and she goes rolling away. Mm-hmm. I think that's like goes into their. I think their driveway and the garage are like over there. And there must be like a little pathway that goes up, or maybe they are backyard neighbors. I don't know. The way that our house is set up in like this weird like baseball diamond setup <laughs> where we have like four side slash backyard neighbors yeah. is like so maybe it's like that maybe it's not exactly the way i don't know it doesn't matter no i i just think like if, it is, heated the, about if this? it is their backyard feeney's yard is so small Small, yeah and he's got a garden right it's like two window boxes yeah that's the thing that always gets me because like if you watch home improvement like um wilson 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 is their side yard neighbor yeah like because like the front of the house is over there and they go out the side door to get to the side yard which is yeah. very sitcom I think like because you can't go from the front to the back because then you'd be in the audience so you always go to the side to get to presumably to the side yard yeah yeah because you assume that you're like watching front to back right you know like because that's where the wall disappears um mm-hmm. but at the same time their front door is, in boy meets world is to the side in the living room it's to the left side and so if you like re-angle the house and you're going from front to back you walk into the living room and straight back into the kitchen and straight out out to the backyard. So that would be the back, wouldn't it? But why is Feeney in the... It just... It doesn't matter. I don't know. All I know is oh. that Feeney has a tiny greenhouse and I'm like, that's cute. He does, which he never uses because he's always doing something in the side yard. Yep. Well, Mr. Feeney, I can just... Uh, maybe where can he I has, this bag of fertilizer Maybe he has a tiny yard because he's got a greenhouse. Maybe the that's greenhouse what... is like the size of a bookshelf though. It's so tiny. Oh, I don't know. I don't it's, know. Not, it's not a greenhouse. It's more of like a green stand. Yeah, then I have no idea. I have no idea. Anyway, uh, any final thoughts on Boy Meets World? Uh, it's a great nostalgia dive wonderful to be like wow 90s clothes did we actually wear stuff like that we like, did not no nope. i didn't wear, i mean mm-hmm. i wore some baggy items in overalls but it's like it's like watching stuff from the 80s where they're like look at this weird hat and this and this a lot of people just dressed kind of normally maybe over, like oversized clothes for sure yeah. in the 90s but like 80s was colorful and vibrant and vibrant in this and like a lot of the 80s to me was like cigarette trays and wood paneling and those weird yellow pads. like <laughs> yellowed glasses and that's the 80s yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yes. yellow, yellowed glass. You know everything looked dirty. Everything looks dirty in the eighties, right? <laughs> but like the not not in not in television land. But uh yeah. but anyway, thanks for coming on to Beer with Geeks. You thanks know, for letting me back oh, on the podcast. You're very welcome. Uh you can uh find all other Beer with Geeks episodes at beer beerwithgeeks.com and thoughtbubbleaudio.com to check out all the Thought Bubble Audio shows, rate and review us on iTunes. You can find us all other places that uh podcasts can be found, including Spotify and Overcast. Uh and if you'd like to support all Thought Bubble Audio shows, you can head over to Thought Bubble Audio audio.com no well you can head over there but you can head over to patreon.com slash thought bubble audio i was so close i kind of drifted off i was staring at the you had a lot of like you could check us out here 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 here, here. anywhere like, keep your arms and legs inside the carpet and here we go uh but anyway mary thanks for uh thanks for coming on you're welcome back at any time as you know thank you i i live here so it's, it's very it's an easy commute yeah if you could leave my office now that would be awesome okay i have to cuddle with the dog she seems lonely zinny gonna be on her blankie i have to move her blankie for her yeah yeah you sure do she's not spoiled nope not at all. So until next time, cheers. cheers.